Wave those hands to Jesus wherever you are. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Be our strength, O Lord, in these evil days. Be a protector, O Lord. Be our coverage in the days of the storm. Lord, I give you praise. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. You may be seated. Praise God. I want to really take this opportunity to wish every father in the Dunamis Palace and intending fathers in the Dunamis Palace a very happy, happy, happy Men's Day. Praise God. Amen. To be a man is not a day's job. It is a very big responsibility the day you were born to discover that you are a man. You know the reason why in most of the weddings you go to, the men always want to take a cut and the kind of haircut they want to take they want to shave off their hair a little bit it is because the man is getting himself ready to carry responsibilities and the reason why the women are given a crown is because they have run in the race and finally They've won a crown. And the significance of that crown is the man they place over their head. Praise God. So, everything that God instituted, when you look into it better way and connect them with the scriptures, they are very powerful and they have message. So, to be a man is a big job and responsibility. Nobody asked for it. God made us that way. And we congratulate us as men all over the world. Hard-working fathers, fathers that are not shy to stand 
and face the intruders fathers that are always ready everly ready to stand for their family they are the lions of today that protects their pride and I am glad today to be a man amen praise God I tell you it's a big responsibility responsibility is the ability to respond when there are matters to handle praise God that's why when you see a man that is not acting like a man you tell him to do what man up man up yourself man <laughs> hallelujah man up yourself walk one with you yeah walk one yeah big up yourself man you know <laughs> I'm glad that my own manhood started from the age of 11. That was when I left my father's house, left my mother's coverage, and I started manning myself up. So many things that I should have come up to the age of 20-something to start learning, I experienced them firsthand as a little boy. And I'm glad that God saw me through. It, it wasn't easy, I tell you. Out there, it's dangerous out there. And as a woman, you have to really believe God to have a coverage over your head. Because the devil is looking for heads to knock. And when you don't have helmet, your man is your helmet. <laughs> And as men, our helmet is Jesus Christ. So when we don't have Christ in us, uh, over us, our head is exposed. And we start having crisis. Am I communicating? And when the woman doesn't have her helmet settled and active, she starts having knocks on her head. So either way, both the man and the woman they are all important on this race as long as this race is concerned give honor to whom honor is due the bible say so today the men are celebrating and i thank everyone that have sent in their father's days wishes to me sister paulson did a very beautiful cake for me surprisingly amen with my face on it I say, wow. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you a truth that most pastors will not tell you. You ready? This is not my message though. So I want to tell you a truth this morning. Even as you celebrate your spiritual father, if your biological father is alive, find time to call him send him a gift praise God 
and when you celebrate your biological father and you celebrate your spiritual father celebrate them in paripasu celebrate them line by line just line them up and tell them thank you because your biological father was there first when you were born and when you came to know christ the responsibility of looking after you spiritually crossed over to another man the bible said in the book of jeremiah god was speaking he said i will give you a pastor a pastor after my heart praise god i will give to you a pastor so from that day god gives you another father who becomes a spiritual guide and we all know that most of us by the time we turn 18 20 21 most of us are the words of our father loses weight and value there are some that don't even listen to their father anymore but i found that something that the spiritual father covers every loopholes and many times brings back those people back to their biological father to honor them honor your father and your mother one of the one of the weapons to destroy untimely death he said so that thy days on earth may be long so when you pray for 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 prosperity and pray for long life remember that the first the first of it is honor anytime honor is removed then destruction is imminent when lucifer failed to honor god and give him the praise and say in his heart now i will arise and be like the most high his destruction became imminent praise god and the next thing that happened the bible said there was war in heaven am i communicating so the first uh, coup d'etat that took place was not here on earth lucifer is the father of coup d'etat each time you see that leadership is about to be dethroned a, a constituted leadership by god is about to be removed check it the father of it is lucifer so once again man god bless you and keep on keeping on in jesus mighty name hallelujah may we bow our heads father i thank you for the hour has come that your word will come with precision and grace and power i thank you O lord for i know that the hour has come O lord to liberate the hearts of men and to demystify everything O lord that looks and appears to be to, to be a mystery to your people i pray for every heart and i decree O lord in the name of jesus that every man and every woman under this atmosphere be sealed with the blood of Jesus. I decree that, oh Lord, no power will misinterpret every word that will proceed out of this altar. I pray, oh Lord, that I decrease that you might increase. I ask, oh Lord, that your, your spirit take over my spirit. I ask, oh Lord, that you take over these lips of clay of mine and speak through me. Will me, oh Lord, Lord, like an axe, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father, for in Jesus' mighty name, pray. 
somebody say you believe in amen i'm gonna be speaking this day very briefly by god special grace today we'll have a special service anointing service so i'm going to touch it very briefly but please i'm going to be moving with the speed of light so i need you to follow me media team make sure your hands are on deck i'm going to be speaking this day on the topic of caption the benefit of the anointing praise god the benefit of the anointing anointing is a word for commissioning praise god anointing is a word for an Powering. Anytime you see that someone has been anointed, it comes with a responsibility. Am I talking to somebody? So each time a man is placed on a place, he has a mission. When the oil of God is upon a man, that oil demands that that man moves on a mission. Praise God. The purpose of the oil is to keep the fire burning. Am I talking to somebody? It is, it is that oil that upgrades the authority that makes you effective when you speak. Am I talking to somebody? The anointing of God upon your life makes you to become an effective person. Even when you speak, your words are not going to be empty. Even when you speak, you will not just make a sound, but you will make a sound. The purpose of the anointing takes you to the next level and brings you increase. When a man is anointed, he experiences increase. Do I have somebody in the house today that believe God for an increase? I decree this day in the name of Jesus that at the end of this service, may the Lord increase you bountifully. In the name of Jesus, may the Lord expand you bountifully. In the name of Jesus, may you be increased financially. May you be increased numerically. May you be increase all round in the name of Jesus somebody say I hear you it is the Holy Spirit anointing that makes everything that's impossible for you to become possible so which means the anointing is is is, is a process that, that 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 brings every impossibility before your face and as you speak it makes it possible so i want you to determine in your heart today that you are unstoppable come on somebody look at your neighbor and say i'm unstoppable Ah, uh, you are not saying it like you believe it <laughs> uh, look at somebody and say i am unstoppable when the anointing is upon you you become unstoppable no force on earth beneath the earth in the heavens, can stop you i want us to take a cue from these two studies, these two case studies in the Bible. Number one, we're going to be looking at King Saul, the case of King Saul. Not all anointing is equal to all anointing. God anoints a man based on the 
kind of commission he has commissioned him to carry. Are you there? First Samuel chapter 10, verse 1. When you read the book of First Samuel, chapter 10 or chapter 9, you will notice that in chapter 9, the people of Israel at some point, because by this time, the, the Israelites were being ruled by judges and priests. And prophet Samuel was a priest in the kingdom. And he was doing just fine. But it came to pass when the Israelites saw other kingdoms and desired to be like them. Be careful of what you desire for. Not everybody's prosperity you should covet. That you see somebody prospering and making headway do not seek to covet their prosperity but ask God to give you your own every man has his own every man has his own place your place is not my place your blessing is not my blessing so I would not covet your own so the Bible said in chapter 9 that they screamed and shouted out loud to prophet Samuel and say we need a king give us a king and they kept on asking and God said to prophet Samuel listen to the people it is not you somewhere they have rejected it is me God you see that's why I tell you when a man of God brings you a message it doesn't matter how he looks he may not look like what you love. Am I communicating? Because he's not coming to you to love him. Hello. He may not look like what you desire. He may not sound like what you expect. But the moment you reject him, you think you've rejected that man. You think you've rejected that woman. You have rejected God. What did God say to Samuel? Did he say to Samuel, he said, listen, I know they have rejected you. No. God said, it is not you, Samuel, that have been rejected by these people. It is me, God, they have rejected. And the Bible said in verse number one, chapter 10, Then Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it upon his head. Whose head? Saul's head. And said, Is it not because the Lord had anointed thee to be captain over his inheritance? Now, I want you to take a break and carefully listen to me. What did Samuel use in anointing Saul was not the right instrument. Why it happened, I don't know. But by omission or commission, the vial there connotes to be a small container, typically cylindrical and made of glass used especially for holding liquid medicine it's not the right equipment to anoint somebody a king the anointing that comes upon a person guarantees the person success in all activities or all areas of his life 
the Bible called Jesus the anointed one the anointed one anything you are doing and you are not anointed for that thing you will create disaster what anointing does is that it gets rid of artificials it presents you to be real and factual the anointing of god upon the life of a believer is evidential to everyone that sees that believer when god anoints you you don't need to go around and say you know the other day in the service god anointed me no you don't need to talk to anybody about it people will feel the aura from you you may be a pastor or a deacon or deaconess you may be a believer for many years but yet has not been anointed it is a responsibility anointing attracts everything the good the bad and the ugly anointing is so powerful that god will not send you without empowering you on this case a man called saul was picked up but was anointed with the flax was anointed with a glass was anointed with fire and you know that those things have the ability to break follow me i'm going to open your eyes now let's see the second king i talked about two kings king saul and king david the second king we're going to be looking at his name is king david in first samuel chapter 16 and verse number one by this time god anointed saul in chapter 10 just adding six chapters upon 10 make it what 16th chapter just in six dimensions Saul was rejected. Saul was rejected. And in chapter 16, verse 1, And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long wilt thou mourn for Saul? Saul was alive, yet they were mourning for him. There are people that may be alive, but they are dead. The moment God rejects a man, he's a dead man. God rejected Saul, and from that day, in the realm of the spirit, Saul's identity changed from being a living man to a dead man. That was why when Adam sinned against God in the Garden of Eden, he became a dead man in the, in the face of God. Bible say God was asking prophet Samuel how long will you be mourning for Saul seeing I have rejected him from being or reigning over Israel now God gave Samuel specific somebody say specific specific instruction he said feed thy horn with oil and go 
and I will send thee to Jesse the Bethlehemite for I have provided for I have provided for me a king amongst his sons notice that the anointing of Saul was somehow very very strange it wasn't like the order of the priest Saul was anointed with flax David was anointed with horn whose kingdom do you think will last I pray for you today if by mistake the oil that came upon you was a broken oil today as the oil come upon you afresh you shall be anointed with the horn of the lord the bible said for thy horn i will exalt thy horn like the horn of the unicorn the horn of the unicorn is a very strong horn you've seen me use it here praise god you see me use it to anoint that is the priestly way to anoint and enthrone each time you see a prophet appear with the horn is either a king will be dethroned or a king is about to ascend the throne the horns is used to 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 enthrone mighty and strong kings no wonder the kingdom of david lasted because god gave specific instruction somewhere fill thy horn with oil hallelujah and in the same first Samuel just verse 13 going down praise God the Bible says that Samuel anointed David with the horn anointed David with the horn when the anointing comes upon a man the Holy Spirit takes over your life and everything about you. Even when you are, even when you make a mistake, he translates it into a message. I was telling a joke to someone the other day, you know, that a pastor was preaching. And while he was preaching, talking about the story of Jonah, praise God, and the, and the fish. And he said, and Jonah swallowed the fish. And a member of the church said, no, pastor, it is not Jonah that swallowed the fish, rather the fish swallowed Jonah. And the pastor said, in the name of Jesus, I care not what you think or what you know. All I know is that whether Jonah swallowed the fish or the fish swallowed Jonah, all I know is that there was a swallow. And it turned around to be a message that there was a swallow. Swallow took place. Am I talking to somebody? when you are anointed favor comes upon you when the anointed war is working when the glory of god is upon you even when every man is against you because that oil is upon your head nobody dares touch you it is it is such a glorious thing to see the hand of the Lord upon an individual the most dangerous people to fight against is people you know that they are anointed they are very dangerous the Bible said touch not 
my anointed. Touch not my anointed and do my servants no harm. When you come in contact with people that God has anointed, God saw their weaknesses and yet anointed them. Didn't David have weaknesses? Oh, so you want to tell me that God never knew that David would kill Uriah and take his wife. God, the Bible says he knoweth everything from the beginning to the end and from the end backwards again he's coming back to the beginning. So he's the God of all things. He knoweth all. You know, we've been we've been we've been hit so 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 much with some kind of you know uh, 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 doctrinal beliefs that God only call people that are perfect very perfect and righteous people who is righteous our righteousness the Bible say is of the righteousness of Christ nobody if God was to judge every man based on their own capability and qualification no man shall stand for he said because our righteousness is like a filthy rag his presence so do not brag and try to and try to let us know that you are the most 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 righteous I I I, I have come to understand that when God picks a man he calls the unqualified to qualify them there is always what is called the process of time you will always hear the bible say in the process of time and there is what is called it shall come to pass in the school of prophecy and it came to pass between it shall come to pass and it came to pass there is an interlude something was happening there david being an anointed king that was anointed even with the original horn of all horns yet he killed Uriah and took his wife do you know when God got angry that David counted David was the one that gave order that the Israelites should be counted when God got angry God didn't kill David he started killing the Israelites people that was counted anointing preserves anointing protects when you see a rusty iron and you want to revive that iron the first thing that you do is to do what apply oil to that rusty iron so child of God don't just live your life like oh I'm a believer and no 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 you have to move to the next step to ask the Lord to anoint you praise God ask the Lord to empower you because anointing stands for empowerment the Bible says no man take this honor upon himself except he that is called and ordained by God today you have people that because they they had a dream God, God reveals to all for the fact that you had a dream and it came to pass that doesn't make you a prophetess 
for the fact that you have the gift of prophecy and you prophesy that doesn't make you a prophet is a gift a prophet is an office and you see individuals that for the fact you love for the fact you love the prophetic ministry that doesn't mean that you must be a prophet for the fact that you you've seen a prophet and you love the way god is using that prophet that doesn't mean because i am close to the man of god so therefore any day i have chance ah, let them not just give me a chance if i have the chance what i would do praise god what i will do will be thunderous now you see people a calling upon themselves that God has not anointed them for very dangerous I tell you a mystery if God has called you as a pastor for instance he empowers you by anointing you as a pastor what does that anointing do that anointing gives you identity in the realm of the spirit that anointing shields you from the darts of the enemies that anointing preserves you from falling that anointing is what will keep you in the days when you don't feel like praying because you are overwhelmed has anybody been there before i've been there there are times when the situations become so overwhelmed i can't just pray all i do is to hide myself and etabore myself and i cover myself and what protects me that period is the protection of the anointing from god upon the anointed one For the fact that you were in a car and some other person that is licensed to drive is driving does not mean you go around telling people that you know i was driving along 401 you were not the one driving you only had the privilege to be in the car you know there is this as long as he can do it me too i can do it that's why there are many half-baked ministers that ran into ministry because of the loss of the flesh. They ran into ministry because of stomach. Ran into ministry because they're looking for fame. They're looking for somebody to bow to them because they saw a man of God how he's been served, and they say in their heart, "That is a Luciferian spirit," and they say in their heart, "Now I will now go and start my own." Why? So people can bring seeds and offerings and tithes to me because I could see that Pastor A, B, and C they are living where? Oh, that's why many are making and having shipwrecked 
they are being shipwrecked because the oil of preservation is not on them. God preserves his own. <laughs> Jesus, I don't care what is happening, but Jesus knows how to preserve his own. If that oil of preservation is upon you, he will preserve you. That was why when God started killing the children of Israel, sent his fierce angels they were killed why because david committed an offense an error but god never touched david you would ask me but pastor why is that anytime you see god you ask him that amen just when you see him remind him but do you know something jerusalem has always been the lovely place of god the bible said when the angels started killing and got to jerusalem the voice of the lord turned that down and said to the angels stay thy sword do not touch jerusalem there are precious people in the eyes of god and there are some cities i tell you there are some cities that if satan like let him take over every place there are some cities that he will never touch because those cities are cities that jesus that god has said that these ones are mine even when the devil sought for permission to to, to, to invade the life and the family and everything Job had. God gave him restriction and said, go and do what you want to do, but you see his life do not touch. That's why you could see a man of God, a true man of God going through trials. And while he's going through trials, everything around him is falling apart. But there is something that doesn't fall apart. His life, his calling, they don't fall. Because they have the anointing of preservation over it. That's why when you walk, each time I'm praying, when I'm praying for somebody, and I have some 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 persons around me, you know, I just call them to come give a hand. The first thing I do is to call them first and pray for them and cover them. You know why I do that? Because they are not anointed to do that particular job. when michael the archangel was in dispute with the body of moses the devil came to claim the body of moses and you know what michael he did not rebuke satan by himself he said the lord rebuke you even the lord most high rebuke you you know why because in the realm of the spirit there is what they call authority Don't do anything that you know that you are not anointed to do. For the fact you saw people conducting deliverance. Deliverance service is, a, is one of the deadliest arm of spiritual warfare. I have been in places where deliverance service is being conducted. The demon is just busy jumping from one person to another. Right there. That's why I cover anyone around me. Immediately I, I go into deliverance 
prayers i just those that will help me hold things or hold the person i pray for them and cover them via the grace of god some years back a pastor that wasn't called into deliverance and when he saw the way i pray i commanded in the name of jesus at the count of seven one two three four five six seven you demon inside turn around spin and come out the person will turn the demon will scream out and he's gone he said wow <laughs> he said he can do it too so while i and my senior pastor then we were praying <laughs> pastor eddie got close and when he went to pick somebody he didn't pick somebody of his size he went and picked this lady that the lady is 40 feet container very big and as the lady is big that's how the demons inside of her they are loaded and while he was praying the demons started shaking like this and he closed his eyes big mistake because demons can be very very violent they could punch you they could tear you and don't go for don't, don't conduct deliverance with tie because by the time you go confront a, a demonic a, 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 a demon or a demon possessed person with tie and suit like you want to go to the bank or you're a banker they will hook you on that tie and lock you before you know it you'll be the one asking for help help me help me <laughs> praise god pastor eddie started praying come out now in the name of jesus and he closed his eyes big mistake and while he was come at night in the name of jesus you demon the lady was just turning her fist like this come at night in the name of jesus she was turning and you know all this turning is to gather all the energy that is needed turning and turning and turning and turning and the next thing before i could turn before i could say pastor eddie the lady landed it on his stomach and he fell down i was asking for help what you are not called to do don't go into it don't make yourself a casualty there are there are levels in the realm of the spirit it's not everything you can handle even though as a believer there are specific men that god has called into specific office to handle specific issues some pastors when you take a demon possessed person today they will say no 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 no, it's not for me take to the other pastor because they know they can't do it i know of a pastor that immediately he gets himself involved in any deliverance case he will go back home everything in his freezer when i mean food that is kept in the freezer frozen we get soured everything around him will just scatter but the anointing upon is upon upon the servant of God for a specific reason protects him from destruction that goes around. That's why the Bible says 
that none shall by in any means come to harm you why because you are protected Luke 10 19 put that scripture up Luke 10 19 Luke chapter 10 verse 19 he said behold I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemies and nothing shall by any means any means means no matter how it is even though you are found wanting the grace will cover you because all the devil is looking is to suck for a loophole to strike you am I communicating with somebody benefits of the anointing if you're writing benefits of the anointing I'm going to be very fast I'm going to give you as much as I can benefits of the anointing the anointing will locate your missing blessings in your life first Samuel chapter 10 verse 2 when Saul lost I, I, I went about and was looking for the father's ass the Bible said that after he was anointed the prophecy came that 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 he was looking for he would definitely find so the anointing helps you to locate every missing thing there was a day I, I missed something and I could not locate it by the time I troubled my spirit troubled myself, I could not locate it I just kept quiet I said Holy Spirit give me direction and the Holy Spirit told me exactly where that thing is I went there and I picked it up that's how the anointing upon you will guide you in the name of Jesus number two the anointing attract resources and destiny helpers the anointing attracts resources and destiny helpers to you first Samuel chapter 10 verse 2 the Bible said and Samuel said to him and when you are going you will meet you will meet men when thou art departed from me today then thou shalt do what shall find two men by Rachel's sepulcher in the border of Benjamin see the, see the specific instruction direction in the border of Benjamin at Zela and they will say unto thee the ass which thou wentest to seek are found praise God resources God will make resources available for you in the name of Jesus that amen is not born again amen. number three the anointing empowers you and provoke you to act praise God the anointing empowers you and provoke you to act Luke chapter 4 verse 18 talking about Jesus declaring and speaking the prophecy of Isaiah in Isaiah 61 praise God Luke chapter 4 verse 18 the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he had sent me to heal the brokenhearted you see the action after the anointing comes the acts praise God that's why you have the acts of the apostles because they were anointed and activities started taking place so the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor hello you know what poor people need poor people don't need money they need the gospel give a poor man money without the gospel the money will go but give the man the gospel 
change his mindset give him money he will prosper so some of us that are asking god oh lord bless me give me money you better change renew your mindset first with the gospel so that when the money come it will be profitable am i communicating because I was so surprised when the social worker told me once that there are some persons that they will win lottery of one million today and in one week time they are back to social services to ask for help one week I said are you just say exaggerating she said no that they've had a case like that somebody won a check of a lottery of one million and in one week I said this one is no longer a curse this one is senior brother of curse that person is operating under high frequency of cosology or costopomus. May the Lord help us. One week you blew one million dollars. You should be jailed. And after one week, you are back to beg money in this North America. Ah. If I have such a person as a brother, I would disown him. It doesn't make sense. Praise God. Number four, right? The anointing advances you and pushes you forward. First Samuel chapter 10, verse 3. Give me verse 3 it pushes you forward when Saul was anointed he went forward my communicating prosperity does not just come from the blues when God anoints you you must prosper then shalt thou go onwards forward from thence from where you are today I prophesy to you that you will go forward that amen is crying for help I prophesy that your household will go forward I prophesy that everything that you are doing will go forward. Your handwork will go forward. In the name of Jesus. Are you there? Number five. The anointing causes you to become a new man stroke woman. Praise God. First Samuel chapter 10 verse 7. From the day that Saul was anointed, from that moment, a new man, a new spirit came upon him. Am I communicating? Praise God. And let it be when these signs are come unto thee, that thou do as occasion serve thee, for God is with thee. So from that day, there are patterns of life that Saul had to take because of the anointing upon his life. You know, a time come in the life of a person that even though you wish to be poor, you can't be poor. You see this poverty that is a prayer point of everybody. Lack is a prayer point of everybody. No, but people don't pray much to go to heaven as much as they pray to have money. Am I communicating? But yet, you have people that are not ready to go to heaven. Praise God. So you experience new dawn new activities in your life you must do as occasion demands aha somebody there number six 
the anointing makes you the head and not the tail Deuteronomy 28 verse 13 the anointing makes you the head and not the tail Deuteronomy 28 verse 13 Deuteronomy 28 verse 13 it puts you above all that is around you have you have you have you have you have you experienced many times when you are amongst your, your equal the people just always go to pick you and tell you be the leaders of everybody lead everyone lead everyone lead everyone that tells and and people of people of this world will say that that person has leadership ability but the fact remains that that person has been anointed has the anointing from god to stand above every other person number eight the anointing raises your worship to god when you are anointed even as a singer when you open your mouth to worship god heavens open angels rush down my confession somebody everything about your life is open because when you worship you get revelations from god there is a difference between entertainment and worshiping am i communicating we must not entertain that's why when you go to some place of worship what goes on there is blown out blown entertainment that from from 10 o'clock that the service starts they start entertaining everybody entertaining everybody for the next two three hours then when it's time for the man of god to dish the word they tell him to dish the word for 15 minutes come on tell me how such a church we grow No wonder you enter a place of worship and there is no spirit there. There is no presence of the Holy Spirit. You can't just feel it. It's not there. I pray that such a spirit will never see our back in the name of Jesus. The anointing, number nine. The anointing will cause people to favor your cause. That you want to do something everybody will say we are standing by you we are standing by you we are standing by you. you don't need to beg them they come to your aid what attracts them is the anointing am i talking to somebody that you say jokingly ah, i need this nobody will just come and say bishop i'm doing it quietly nobody's making noise You know god like i said i don't know how to put this so you understand god cannot call any man of god to preach his gospel and not anoint that person with everything the person needs every one of you here apart from maya and eva and esther Kamsi and Chidera, I met them here, is it not? Good. Every one of you here, I never knew you before. Am I communicating? None of my church members from back home, Nigeria, are here. None of them. You know what happened? Because 
God told me, say, son, it's time to move over to the other side. And I asked God a question, which everybody will ask. But how would I go when I have never been to that land before and I don't know anybody? You know what the Lord said to me? He said, go for I will raise men and women that will stand by you in the walk. Like Abraham, I took my family as sojourn to the north part of the world of, of America, in North America. And here we are today, from 2017, now, this is it. Some pastors came in here and they, told, they asked me, say, you need to tell us what you are doing. I say, brother, what I am doing is the same Bible you have, the same Bible I have. But they said, how? I said to them, then you know the God that sent you. If God indeed has sent you, he will back you up. That you will fail is not an option. When you hear me speak like this, I'm not boasting. But if I boast, I boast in the name of the Lord. That anywhere I go, all I need, I don't need money. All I need, just a bottle of water and my Bible. And come back after one year to visit me there. You will see the fruits of the anointing anointing makes way creates room connects people one of those days i was so worried that i asked myself i was just praying and say god why is it that i am being attacked so much and the holy spirit said to me as much as your anointing is as much as you ask for more anointing and as much as you have been anointed this is the other side of it. The devil will come at you. And everything they have, they will throw it on you. You know what they want? They want me to back out of my assignment. But it ain't going to happen. Praise God. Am I talking to somebody? It's not going to happen. I will still stand and I will preach the word of God. By communicating, nothing will ever come between me and my God. Amen. So when God anoints a person, when that man is moving, or woman, whoever you are, boy or girl, if you are moving, there are angels behind you. There are three particular angels. The angel of goodness and mercy goodness and mercy those angels are powerful because they bring good to you and mercy is always available mercy is always available because they are there with you something happened to daniel the Bible said Daniel entered into prayers and was praying for 21 days, forgetting that God is not a God that suffers you before he hears, he hears you, your prayer point. No, God don't need to stretch you to hear you. Daniel was praying and an angel was dispatched that same day to interpret the visions to Daniel. But the Bible said the prince 
of Persia withstood that angel for 20 and one day. And the Bible said that not until Michael the archangel came to rescue the angel. So literally, the first angel was detained. The Bible used the word detained, which means the angel was arrested. Some of us, our prayer points and our requests from God, the angel has been arrested. Change your prayer points. Stop asking. God has released it. All you need to do and turn the prayer point and say, Father, any power in the air that is holding my blessings, any power in the atmosphere that is holding my breakthrough, in the name of Jesus, I declare that your power has been broken. And by the time you switch gears from request to warfare, whatever holding it will release it the bible said from the days of john the baptist up until this day as i'm speaking to you the kingdom of heaven suffered violence i said only the violent ones take it by force so my brother stop the gentility christianity it doesn't pay gentleman it's not in the realm of the spirit Nobody addresses anybody in the realm of the spirit. Hello, gentlemen. Nobody. Because in the realm of the spirit, oh Lord, it's a rugged place. Where you either kill or you'll be killed. Nobody's looking at your face to pet you and say, oh, you look so beautiful. Oh, wonderful. You are this. You're nobody. Because the devil is not joking with you either. Hallelujah. Psalm 35 verse 27 let those who delight in my justification shout and rejoice and they shall say without ceasing the Lord be magnified delighting in the peace of his servant delighting in the peace of his servant the anointing guarantees you peace are you there Psalm 23 Verse 6, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. It, see, the word surely is even though goodness and mercy are tired, be, because I want to move, they will follow me. Surely, no doubt, whether I pray or I don't pray, follow me. Whether I fast or I don't fast, they will be there. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all not some days some of you when you come in contact with a particular thing and it's not working invoke psalm 23 i don't know how to talk to somebody now to understand me let me tell you there are certain languages when you use them in the realm of the spirit is powerful words like invoke in the realm of the spirit is very powerful and authoritative because they know that you are pulling down something and commanding something to come to answer invoke the word of god provoke it another word again is provoke when you provoke the word of god it goes into action So when you pray, stop this speaking through the nose kind of prayers. 
Satan does not understand those things. Ah. Father Lord, um, in the name of Jesus, hello. Even the angels that are standing by you, they will just. It is worse on you when the angels that are sent to protect you are started gossiping you. <laughs> they are gossiping you. What is this one doing? You know Like they are just gossiping you. Amen. You got to put on doggedity. Be rugged. Don't be a quiet person in the realm of the spirit. It is true violent, violent, violent prayers get things done. Do you think that if Jesus had gone to the tomb of Lazarus and knocked, Lala, hello brother Lazarus, <laughs> I'm Jesus. Do you mind if I resurrect you? I mean, he will be there knocking from morning till night. And there will be no answer. But the Bible says he screamed with a loud voice. There are certain prayers you don't need to pray them inside your stomach. Because some demons are deaf. They don't hear. I'm not joking. Some demons are deaf. So you need to shout so that their eardrum will break. Let them hear you. The Bible says, scream that the mountains will hear. Praise God. The anointing will connect you to the people who celebrate God and are God-fearing people. The anointing upon your life will direct you to men and women that celebrate the things of God. By communicating with somebody, they will always be there around you. Praise God. First Samuel chapter 10, verse 5. We're not reading that. The next one. The anointing will allow you to prophesy and decree, and it will come to pass. It gives you the ability to speak the mind of God with a purpose. With a purpose. First Samuel chapter 10, 6 to 7. It gives you the ability to speak the mind of God with a purpose. First Samuel chapter 10, 6 to 7. Praise God. The next one. The anointing will sharpen your discernment. That's one of the area, key areas that many believers are lacking. They don't have discernment. You cannot discern who is who. Today we have magicians everywhere. You don't even know. Even when you are cursing out the original one, you don't even know. How would you know when you don't have the spirit of discernment? You don't discern. And when you talk, some of them will say, but the Bible says, test every spirit. Does test every spirit connote that you should be cursing people out and accusing them? Is that mean testing? You know how you test the spirit? It's through the word of God. 
whatever anyone is doing that does not connote with the scriptures is not of God because God will not reveal himself in another form except through his word so any man prophesying to you prophesying outside the context of the scripture is not of the spirit of God it's a familiar spirit can I shock you a little bit God does not take joy in exposing your secret and disgracing you in the public anywhere you see such kind of prophetic action happening it is a familiar spirit and miracles are not signs for believers miracles are signs for all believers but today you have believers running after after miracles give me a miracle give me a no it's wrong you don't understand that you are anointed I mean the Holy Spirit has more important job to do other than to be telling me the, the color of my underwears yes and my bank account number is that is that to convince me or what no he doesn't need to tell you that the holy spirit can convict you without you hearing a sound you will break down and start crying you will just break down just if the holy spirit wants to convict you now nothing will be making you cry but you will just start crying you'll be broken that's how powerful the holy spirit is so all this atramacansa and prophetic movement of of magicians you don't need to God does not take joy in exposing any of his children to the world. So any, 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 any prophetic ministry that is into going to your house from the church. What are you going to my house for? What's, what's happening there in my house? Right now, can I go to your house? What are you going there to do? I'm here. So that's why you must discern. And the only way you must you can grow the spirit of discernment is through the scriptures. When you align yourself with the word of God, the spirit of discernment, you don't need to pray for it, it is inside of you. But the reason why it's not being active is because you're not stirring it up. Like I am now, somebody coming lying. You're lying to me, I'll just be looking at you. Because everything from the beginning, I already know. If I shake a man with a foul spirit, I know. That's why you see, I don't, I don't bring anyhow men of God to this, to this church. If, if you have a foul spirit, I just, by seeing you alone, your data appears by your side. That's it. I know your source. Simple. And it's not by force that I should relate. Am I communicating with somebody? Uh, the Bible says, no, no man by the flesh. Amen. The anointing will sharpen your discernment. I've said that. The next one, the anointing will make you a powerful person that overcomes every battle despite the attack. Despite the attacks on you, you will overcome. The joy of you as a believer is that finally, I shall do what? Overcome. Rise up to your feet.